My name is TJ Lavin. I'm the host of the challenge. TJ, all those things you said about all the other partners is true, but this guy's belittled me, put me down, slut-shamed me, and also threatened my life and my family's life. I'm keeping the money. Logan. Whoa! My vote's for Johnny. TT looks like freaking Godzilla. Now entering two girls, one challenge. I'm starting now. Okay. Um, <laughs> welcome to Two Girls One Challenge. Uh, as you just heard on our theme song. Um, I'm second Sophia. time. <laughs> <laughs> this is going strong. I'm Rachel. We have two awesome guests this week. We have Scott and Seema. Congratulations on your engagement. Welcome to the podcast. That's our gift to you. We're so happy you're here. <laughs> great to be here um and yeah the second time the theme song is playing i feel very honored i got to hear the first one that was pretty cool. <laughs> thank you since since you guys are new to the pod um just can you guys tell us about your history with the challenge like who your favorite people are like you know like the people that you genuinely root for you know season to season and stuff like that i don't know about scott um i i assume in my mind scott was like really cool in high school and like was probably hanging out with friends and smoking pot and i was like at home doing ap homework and um on weekends especially when there would be mtv marathons of like real world or the you know what used to be called real world road rules road rules challenge um that's what i would have on in my bedroom while i would just do homework all day and uh so i've been like watching insane amounts of like i've seen every single one i always watch them when they air and um and when we started dating she was running a fantasy like a fantasy uh uh league for the challenge challenge. like the one that we have now yeah Yeah. but it was a lot it was that was like the dishier days when like people were acting like Mm -hmm. vomiting was points and people were actually throwing up and like every other episode and like getting hammered and like doing crazy stuff and now it's such a like I feel like all the kind of like fun stuff doesn't happen as much except like Mm. they all take it so seriously now yeah and so that was the I think that was the first season I watched and I feel like it was um was it it was like exes or rivals and oh yeah and Wes and CT1 and I had I feel Mm -hmm. like I had Wes on my team so I was a big West person. And CT. You and love CT. CT. Yeah. What, yeah, I'm a West and CT person. Scott is always like, CT's the man. And I'm like, CT sucks now. boring <laughs> 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 and old. I kind of agree with you, Seema. I feel like we get like a lot of hype about CT because of what he has done in the past. And I'm like, well, but what is he doing now? Yeah. I remember him on Real World Paris getting drunk and like wandering around the city on his own belligerent and then of course like the backpack moment Mm -hmm. um, and all the fights he would get into yeah smashing Adam's head like against the ground or whatever like yeah he having just rewatched them all too like his growth is is why I will always love him you know like his history and I think um one of the things I want to talk about tonight was um just his relationship with Big T and how like really genuinely touching it's been to watch because it reminds me of DM and it makes me think that like she's really there reincarnated and not in the in like a like they're attracted to each other anyway but like he is here to lift this girl up like that's how I'm reading their relationship and it's been so touching 
Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, obviously, like, it's not a romantic connection, but definitely, like, his support of Big T has been very reminiscent of that moment when he told DM not to wear the wig. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, yeah, it was, it's just, he's a great person. Um, it's just taking him a while to grow out of the, like, insanity that he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and but, just sort of, like, like support when he was like, oh, well, I got Big T because he was a rogue agent and he was sort of, she was kind of foisted on him. And he was like, I cheered loud because like, I want to support her. And like this episode when she's like, CT, it's not going to happen. Like, I'm too scared. And they won. And that was Mm -hmm. awesome. And so I'm super interested. I'm really curious to see if they, if he has a chance to change partners, if he does or stays with her. Yeah, that's a good point. With uh, Scott, while we watch the show, it's like Big T is becoming a main character on the show now, and um, I just love like the way that she talks about things. I mean, one, she has like that very beautiful British accent, but um, I was asking Scott, like, could you imagine a world where like she, let's say TJ retired. And then she like takes on the host role, but she also lives with them and like narrates <laughs> all of their like, you know. So CT came in and tried to make a deal with Lolo and no. <laughs> Wait, that was such a good, oh my God. You did the big T so perfect. <laughs> Thanks, I, that. I mean, she would be, she would be great at that. That would be so fun. That'd be so funny. Yeah. Yeah, that relationship is really touching. And I, I love what you said about DM because that I didn't notice that. But that's so true. Like, when he's like, give me your mean face. And he's like hyping her up. And it's like, yeah, that type of shit, like, gives you confidence as someone who's also like terrified of heights like that is the only person I would want as a partner like there are so many like bad partnerships there like the Josh and Nani thing I would love to talk about that yeah that and also I mean anyone with Josh is a nightmare I think like I I just I don't hate him but I think he's just um he's just like he he creates conflict just to be in a conflict it feels like mm-hmm. he doesn't know any other way and that probably works really well on big brother in terms of like the producers probably loved him but on the challenge it's just annoying it's like just yeah stop, and if you can't back it up with your physical activity then you're just painting a target on your back like we talked about this at the last episode like the selfishness of making the fessy nelson situation about himself was just like beyond shocking and I, I was I was like I'm sorry are you joking like but you're right I think Sima it's like I think that's something that really worked for him with Big Brother and it's just this this game you need the physicality to back it up and it's frustrating when he's like I'm a person to be feared in this game but he's never won an elimination so I'm I can't wait for him to put up or shut up I don't think he'll ever shut up so we'll just see yeah. if he can actually follow through with his actions has he won an elimination i can't no. think of one because no. no. not the one with the rope going through it mm-hmm. and then one of my favorite i think like top three all time jordan and him with the rope tug of war one yeah that was that great was- and jordan won with one yeah. fucking hand amazing so I- I cool that like once every like three months <laughs> <laughs> what i love about that one and not to go off on a tangent about that but like the comment like he- it's a guy they're playing tug of war one guy has one hand 
And the commentary that Jordan provides, like the sort of talking heads when they throw it to him and he's describing his strategy, it's so like well woven in, like the editing is so well done. So it's such a great like challenge overall and one of my favorite elim- eliminations ever. Yeah. yeah. I do Lots think though that if we're talking about bad partnerships, like Devin and Tori is gonna rank as like one of the worst ideas of all time. Um, I don't know if Devin thought that like he could just convince Tori to like work with him, but uh, I think that this season really revealed that like now that Tori doesn't have the blanket of Jordan's awfulness to like cloak her, people are remembering how terrible she is. Like she came into the challenge for the first time. And her boyfriend is not immediately good at the challenge. And she was like, I don't want to be with this guy anymore. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I agree. And we can talk about the partnerships. But what's interesting about Tori, and I'm curious to hear your guys' take. Like, she's sort of looked at as, like, one of the top tier people. But she's really, I think one of her big feelings is she can't think critically on her feet at all like she lost to jenna last year and then here she couldn't figure out how to pull the thing over like Mm -hmm. you're i think that's like so spot on scott um her ability to critically think in the heat of the moment during a high pressure situation is not good and i think we saw that last season with jordan trying to help her from the side you know because jordan is someone who can critically think on his feet and like is will always pivot until he wins last um Last episode, we were talking about Tori and I said, like, you know, she's just not someone who will ever give up. And I stand by that point because to her credit, once she got the thing knocked over, she was housing. However, like, I think we're just remembering, like, she had such a great rookie season, but she hasn't had a good season since then. And I'm like, you know, part of the go Tori bandwagon who shouldn't be like. She made the final. Oh, did she? I guess didn't make it to the very end. Yeah, she was right, right out the puzzle but yeah. that was where she and jordan kept getting thrown in again and again i feel yeah like. so that was impressive, yeah but yeah um her metamorphosis into a kardashian was just so scary this episode like it was it, like i one the tan was i'm sorry it's not a tan like you you're darkening your skin to look like you're someone else and then like the nails and the accent that she uses when she's talking i was just like girl like what the fuck like you are not this this is not who you are or who you should be trying to be because it's very insensitive I don't okay that's a good point however I don't think this is new like Tori has always like done like a bit of a black scent like Mm -hmm. even on are you the one and she was like a a rapper like oh my god I I forgot about that I put in quotes because it's like it was like so fucking awful have you guys heard her rap music Okay, I'll send I'll send it to you after this. I'll send it to you after this. It's <laughs> it's, it's terrible. And like, yeah, she's she's always definitely been like a little like dicey on that front. And you know, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that she's like now turned to black fishing. Like it it just tracks with her like her behavior in the past. And I honestly like her relationship with Anissa is just so surprising to me because of that first. And also the the fact that they talk about each other, like it's just like the end all be all. I'm like, I didn't even know you guys were friends until this season. It's so weird. What about, it's when yeah. are they best friends? And like, what does that mean? Like her best friend in that- When that Anissa called her home, I was like, what? <laughs> 
I was like, wait, so Nani throws the top ramen and you're like done with her forever? Like, I thought they last season they were like best friends. And yeah. They always have a new best friend. Like, I feel like every time, other than Jenna and Kayla, every, mm-hmm. like the girls especially, have new best friends every time they come in this house. And I think that's like what happens like i mean i watch too much reality tv and like that's just what happens on reality tv is like especially women like because it's a defense mechanism yeah whatever roles they're supposed to play like they have to like assume like a different like uh almost like a different identity like each season to like like fit into this thing and I think that definitely includes having different friends because you're like pushed into these fights all the time like this is not like what a normal like adult friendship looks like it's like my friendship with Rachel isn't like (laughs) I don't think I've ever called you my home I've never (laughs) called you my home before I'm sorry Sophia I guess we're not real friends like basically every reality show is um like the women have the friendships that high school girls have yes like, exactly every friendship is held by like very delicate strings and like the slightest thing can break that and in these kinds of competition shows that's going to continue to happen over and over by the mechanism of the show that you're on and you know in the preview we see like everyone start to turn on amber um for <gasps> or was it was it, no, no, Teresa. Everyone turns oh. on Teresa because she's trying to stay neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two groups of women. And then everyone accuses her instead of being like, you know, shady or being a traitor. And like, she's just trying to not anger anyone. And by doing that, she's angering everyone. But, but, but she does that every season. Like having watched her old season before, like that's totally her, uh, her memo. Like she's always just going to play the two sides. But like, honestly, like, isn't, is she, I, to me, she just reads like a regular person and just like not a reality TV person, you know, like there's yeah. a difference. Yeah. want to like fall into the, the like, possibility of being a reality show villain and so she's trying to play it like as as like uh clean as possible but like she she doesn't realize like that's also not gonna work that's not a winning strategy like you kind of have to plant your flag and like be diplomatic about it but like you can't just be switzerland definitely Mm -hmm. yeah so we had um we lost someone this week and we gained somebody this week um very sad that natalie had to go um she unfortunately it was very sad she had a miscarriage she was pregnant and then she had a miscarriage afterwards yeah i want to talk about this because last week or the week before i said that Liv had a miscarriage after the show and that is true I don't know why this happened twice, but basically both Liv and Natalie were pregnant during filming and both of them suffered a miscarriage afterwards. But I think what happened is that Liv may have gotten pregnant on the show and Natalie was already pregnant when she got there. So I think that's the difference. Um, both of them are really awful and sad. I just wanted to clear that up because you did text me about that before. Yeah, yeah I heard that it was two different things. Yeah, I mean, that's awful, obviously. And the, 
this for the show uh not to be so callous but like i think i really like natalie and i was super curious to see i feel like jay has so far been a pretty good addition from like survivor world i'm i'm interested to see like how his political game matures but he's kind of like a regular person um and, and i like him and natalie seems like she was partnered with Les. i would have loved to see see her kind of grow this season. yeah i really really yeah. Hope she comes back i i, I kind of feel like she will yeah oh definitely yeah she's coming back and i mean i think jay is setting himself up to be like a regular guest on the challenge as well and i mean as you said big t as well she's like they're sort of setting the stage for like a new you know as they are continually a new version of like uh the big stars and yeah. I'm excited about the new ones. So this yeah. is great. I, um, I like the Big Brother people, like, for the drama they bring, but I don't really love them, like, in the ranking of all the different, like, shows they're sourcing from now across Viacom. I love Love Island UK. And it'll be interesting to see how Gabby does. But, like, you know, Theo, Georgia, like... There's been some really great people coming out of Love Island. And I think what's interesting about that show is like, unlike other shows like Big Brother, the idea of Love Island is to get people to like you universally, whether it's romantically or like among your own gender as friends or like the public because they vote. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that there's like some, some kind of interesting piece of that where like they're coming in and trying to ingratiate themselves as quickly as possible and hopefully they also have some like physical aspect that they can they should with all those abs like come on <laughs> yeah. um, and so we'll see how she does i love that the little the itty bitty women committee like yeah because i'm five i was about to ask you see how tall you are because all of us would qualify we are all under five four baby <laughs> i love it short girls rise up <laughs> said this to Scott many times when we went to Japan I was like see like no one needs to be tall like no one needs to be tall like it's just that you guys are and so like everything has to be made for y'all and like we can't reach anything but like there's no reason you need to be that tall like yeah we're not trying to pick apples for food yeah like what's the evolutionary benefit of being over five yeah. seven so I really appreciated that they like went after you know these like big strong women and like Tori's whole speech not to like dwell on her but her whole speech about like well I didn't just like get the benefit of the doubt because I was tall and um yeah and it was just like so stupid I loved Devin just sitting there just being like uh I'm not gonna stop her but it's just so stupid <laughs> yeah uh, what I love about the the itty bitty women committee is I was really worried episode one that it's gonna be just like War of the Worlds where there's the massive sort of like cult of Kara, but it was gonna be around Cam and Leroy and their whole group. And then it was just gonna be this like political, very, very scared, like we're kicking people out and like out of our, and we're keeping our core. But there's like a couple different, with Big Brother, there's like, you know, the IBWC, there's <laughs> like the C team, whatever he's doing. There's, and then there's like the Cam Leroy thing. It's been really awesome, especially as people are trading partners. Like it's been, I was super worried and, and it's been crazy. Like no, there's been one rookie in an elimination. Like Anissa yeah. and Tori, episode five, right? That's crazy. Yeah, Devin and Wes, like yeah, yeah Bessie and Nelson. 
I mean, it's interesting because in years past, it was always that the vets would band together and make like a huge like United Nations, like we're sanctioning all rookies and like all of you have to go in before any of us will go in. And now there's some kind of shift where like all of the vets have so much history with each other and so much on the show and off the show drama that like they they won't band together against the rookies and the rookies don't have these kinds of conflicts. And so they're just like, let's just go after all these dudes. Yeah. It's interesting how that's Mm -hmm. shifted. I think um, something that adds into that too is like there just aren't this season there. I don't don't know if it was an active effort or not. I mean, bananas not being there's obviously a push in the right direction for this as well. But like (laughs) there weren't that many challenge winners in this season. And I think Mm -hmm. when that's the case, like you can be a vet, but if you haven't won, you haven't won. Like Anissa's a vet, but like she hates the establishment just as much as the rookies do because they're the ones who keep throwing her under the bus. So I, I think that that definitely opened up the door. And I think you're totally right, Scott. Like I'm I'm really excited to see where this is going politically in the sense that like there is no mob there is nothing controlling the house together people every vote has been influenced differently it feels like um and it's it's going to be super exciting to see how that goes I'm curious to see how the rookies do because with the exception of Big T and Natalie like we haven't seen them perform yet either in the dailies or the elimination so like who knows maybe at the end like we're going to have a big like slaughter of the rookies um but i guess it'll we'll just have to see how that goes yeah it'll be and by the way though speaking of, i mean there's one champ who's returned in like mm-hmm. one of the like they usually reserve that kind of stuff for tj pulling up on a jet ski like <laughs> but, and him being like ashley millionaire mitchell i would have yeah <laughs> died happy if i had that moment with, with the- i mean I love Ashley. I think she's like a little like she she loves drama. She I mean, you hear her little speech to hunt to that scumbag hunter in our theme song. <laughs> that's like uh bug the theme song. Thank you, Petro AP. We love you. <laughs> um, I mean, like she's like such a badass. Like uh she's underestimated. She's definitely part of that small girl committee, like you know. I'm sure of it, even though I don't know her height. And it's like, she's won twice. Like, and she like, I don't think she has like an amazing elimination track record, but she's a very good one. Like, especially like for someone who's like, kind of like a puzzle gal, like she can hold her own, like in quite a few challenges. And people just think like, it's all the physical, you have to be the strongest person in the room. But that's almost never the 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 case for at least for girls yeah she's just so entertaining like when you know Anissa and Tori are going at it Anissa's about to win and she's like when you see someone's about to win and you got a big redneck voice like me (laughs) just like yeah there you go (laughs) I used to I thought she was like a couple yeah I really (laughs) hated her like seasons ago and she's come to be like one of my favorite characters like I love her she's good tv she kind of backs it up um and she's a nut so i I love her and i'm super glad to see her back yeah Yeah. i mean we were definitely we were losing women there there's still five skulls or sorry four now i guess because anisa has one four skulls for women left and there's only what like six women or seven women left so it was really nice to see her come back and see someone you know that's 
knows the game, maybe it'll level out the house a little bit more. But the fun thing about Ashley is she'll blow it whichever way the wind blows. So like, I think that it, she has the opportunity to really empower the rookies or kind of maybe work with this, this older group that's still kind of in power. Yeah. Also, that iconic moment with Hunter, she, she cemented like, that she is about number one. She's about herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, ultimately no alliance is sacred to her. And that's what makes her so dominant is because everyone knows like she'll play with you. And then when it comes down to it, she'll slit your throat. Absolutely. She's <laughs> cutthroat. And I wanted to bring up for anyone who doesn't follow the, like the gossip blogs or is on our challenge email thread that she made out with Fessy this week. And I think that's like really funny as a fuck you to Tori. <laughs> That's so random because she just like she just showed up. Like how, when did they have time? Like how did they Yeah. <laughs> when did they have time? <laughs> I um I thought it was like a good point. We were all kind of like, why didn't they show it? Points, hello. But I thought it was a good point um from Matt in our in our bracket that um that maybe is a COVID thing, which I think do you guys think that's true? Oh, no. No. They're, <laughs> no. Yeah, they're in a bubble at this point. That's true, I guess. <laughs> they're literally partying in a in that bubble too sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to party in that. Wait, did you guys see I sent this to Rachel, but the did the two of you see that you can rent the bum- bunker on Airbnb? Cuz I'm thinking We should all go. <laughs> we should all go. <laughs> and they have like Iceland. the bunk beds and everything. Like Yeah. <laughs> I would love it. Um Speaking of Fessy, what did you guys think about Anissa ditching Leroy and choosing to go back to Fessy? Oh, it's so cringy. I wanted to shake her. It's embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for her. Yeah, it's like when you have a friend who is dating a guy and he cheats on her and she knows, she finds out, she takes him back and then he leaves her for the other person anyway right and it's like why why do you do that like why he first of all he went around her back to like get thrown in mm-hmm. and didn't know if that was a guy's or a girl's elimination and then um he dumped her after he won and then she wants him back he's not even good at the game no, no. the it, fact it, that he couldn't it. hold up casey who weighs like what 120 pounds maybe yeah. like i dude you're not that good <laughs> and he made enemies of everyone that night yeah. so it's not like he's a value he he had been friends with everyone previously but now yeah. he's not valuable for that anymore and Leroy is part of like a mass you know a big alliance and is good mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know well now it's like dangerous Leroy this season he's, he's not he's like taking names so I don't know maybe, maybe <laughs> or but I mean she could have she could have paired with Corey I think her and Corey would have made a, a solid team you know there there were options I actually yeah right <laughs> I thought that um I thought she was gonna stay with Leroy I was definitely surprised when she yeah. picked Fessy and it yeah. just kind of you're one you're kind of just waiting like either Fessy's gonna be thrown into elimination pick somebody else or is someone gonna pick him because he's the perceived alpha male Am I misremembering or was it the first episode when she picked him, she was like, you have to listen to me, right? Yes, you're, no, you're right. In, in, when they were in like the information room. Right, and then he didn't do that. So like, why do you want him again? He's a shitty partner, like, yeah. and. He's, 
he's the worst. I didn't get it. And yeah, that he didn't do well. I mean, the daily was like a physical thing and he didn't do well. Which did you guys see the controversy about the, the daily challenge? No. No. So there's the platform and when the platform drops, you know, they're they're dangling and you the, the guys holding on to them. Well, Teresa and some other people were had their feet on like the platform because there's like a little like ledge. Oh. And I guess TJ posted somewhere that like they kept warning people about it. But uh, that might have been why Jay and Teresa didn't didn't win. It's, oh, like, uh, there's like a lip. Yeah, I saw someone's like feet pressed against it when it was still down. Yeah. when it was already down. So that I get what yeah. you're saying. That makes I mean, sense. Usually I- they call out cheating like that though that's weird that they didn't do that i don't know i mean after everyone like so boldly called them out for rigging it for bananas i'm sure they're like please don't like call us out like they don't want to like encourage any like yeah people just cheat randomly yeah Yeah, Yeah. but they do (laughs) i loved any of the elimination or the dailies this no this season I didn't even understand this one until they started. Like they were explaining it, and I was like, "What the shit is this gonna look like?" By the way, there's like a there's like ADR where TJ's like, after the ledge falls, like you can hold yourself up. I love when they have to do the ADR. It's like (laughs) he didn't explain it well enough. Like, (laughs) and then the producers like, "Oh shit, no one will understand." And then the ADR like never matches. They like it's from like. It's probably like his house in Vegas or something. Like it's like <laughs> he recorded it on his iPhone and sent him in a voice memo. Yeah, they were like, put your phone on the desk and like stand two feet back and yell. So it's like, <laughs> it was so bad. But um, I don't know. I mean, I wish they would go back to like kind of those like you know mousetrap type. Like we were watching which season was it? Was it Rivals? Where like they had to like carry it was like same-sex partners oh it's battle like, of the seasons i think may, oh yeah battle of the or seasons may, yeah. maybe where like they had to like carry each other where it was like basically face to nuts for the guys <laughs> and, like, I, yeah yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about beach, and like a couple of the teams were like i'm not doing that because that's like gay yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's funny like, fun and goofy and like Kind of like carnival games, yeah. which mm-hmm. like throughout like that drone thing was lame. This was like pretty lame. Like wrestling, even wrestling on the truck, I was like, that was just brute strength. Like I, I the perfect challenge game is something that matches strength and strategy, right? So like, yeah. I mean, we haven't seen that in any of these. Like, it's either pure luck, like the drone, or it's just brute strength. And yesterday's or not yesterday's Wednesday's also seemed just kind of like a luck thing. Like I didn't really mm. get what was going on. Didn't really feel like. Anyone was, I don't know, maybe they were holding them up. I don't know. I I, don't race. And on the most recent season, they had an episode where, like, one of the challenges, they had to, like, stack watermelons into, like, a pyramid that was, like, I don't know, like, eight feet tall. And it's really hard because once you get to a certain level, they just keep sliding down. Mm -hmm. Like, I would love to see, like, Josh figure that out. Try to figure (laughs) that out. Like, he would get so mad. He'd probably start smashing watermelons. I know. I want them to use, like, their deductive reasoning skills <laughs> that they clearly do not have. Yeah. A crossword puzzle. I mean, every season now, the best one's the trivia one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sad, but, like, that's always the best one. Well, and an eating one. It's a, sorry? Eating, too. Not, not that I enjoy watching them, but, like, it's always amusing. Yeah. 
for sure my favorite moment of this last episode was when they were voting and um Corey goes in and he's like I'm voting for Fessy for what he did and it's a girls elimination day so it's like uh dude what are you (laughs) and like you're the only one no one else voted that way that too and as if it's like Nelson's gonna be at home being like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I mean, he well, probably Nelson, will. <laughs> he definitely is. Like, thank you, dude. <laughs> and by the way, producers big ups for like putting in where he like explained why. Yes. But to, I was telling Scott to me, it reminded me of like Ted Cruz being like, I object to Joe Biden winning Arizona, and then making a <laughs> stupid speech about like fifty percent of Americans don't think the election was fair, and it's literally just like it doesn't mean anything just showboating just showboating so i don't know Corey is the best like (laughs) our joke about him is like that he's gonna tear his acl because he always talks about how he's torn his acl (laughs) when he gassed out when uh when jenna almost beat him in bloodlines because he was like my acl and like vomiting water everywhere like oh my leg or my knee but he's like specifically his acl and it like killed us and you know what? And my my sister tore her ACL. And we were working out yesterday, and she doesn't even say, "Oh, my ACL hurts." She's like, "My knee hurts." And I was like, "Good. I have to specifically ask if it's the ACL." So yeah. that's what he should be doing. But him and I mean, not to go back to last season or last episode, but um, him and Nelson have become such a great like duo. I feel like where they were sort of like cringy, like sort like. They weren't great and nelson usually has like one eruption where he says a bunch of terrible things to a woman um didn't happen this season uh, <laughs> but i i've loved seeing them i hope they continue to keep coming back and like kind of like figure out the politics a little more because um yeah nelson's had a great sort of arc and i really wish he'd beaten fessy but you don't always get the yeah yeah yeah, it was um it would have been great though it would have been awesome tv but yeah it's nice to see people who are unequivocally there for one another you know like you do know that they will have each other's back and in a house like this like and this is kind of i guess what anisa was hinting at with tori but like none of us knew they were friends so it didn't really land for me but like in a house like this like that's the biggest threat is is knowing that there's someone there for them and i think we've seen this pattern this season of throwing in best friends which we've always talked about is the way to destroy a an alliance um and i was wondering if you guys think that it's a it's been a conscious effort or are they just going for the top dogs who happen to have friends in there already i don't you know i don't what, know you know what i think is interesting i think like so big t's analysis of like trying to get tori in was like i don't think i can get people to vote for tori i can get them to vote for anisa and then i can throw tori in and mm-hmm. I think, like, what it might be is, like, the reason why you vote for someone is probably similar in those pairings. Like, you want to get rid of Wes and Devin for probably similar reasons. And so, like, you vote for one and then throw the other one in and then you get, like, rid of both. Like, you get rid of, you kind of, like, chop off the head, basically. Like, they can't work together anymore. Yeah. I don't think it's been specific to like dismantling alliances or anything like oh they have an alliance we have to get them it's been I don't know to me it's felt very scattershot like at least the last couple 
Um, or, you know, them throwing in West, it like felt very random. Like the start of it, when Ashley got clipped, like that was very random, I thought. This one was was definitely more targeted, but I think, yeah, I, I agree with Sina. Like, I think that's kind of- Yeah, it's just kind of like, but, well, what's the difference between Devin and Wes? Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna put one in, like, and that reason sounds good to you, like, put in the other one. And you probably want to put him in against someone who will, will like- Take them down. Them or, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's your theory? Sophia, do you have any thoughts? I don't know. I think that you're right that it's it hasn't been planned. Like I think that Ashley going home the first episode. I'm trying to remember why she went in, because uh, they were a. It was CT, right? Mm-hmm. And they were they didn't know if it was gonna be a girls. They thought it was gonna be CT against Wes. Right. Well, that makes sense because both of them were champs, and there are so few champs. So that one does track for me. But like, it is weird because there isn't a targeted attack, and I think that is why that we're not seeing like the rookies being thrown in either because there's no like no one's there to be like we gotta like get it together there are just these like single masterminds like big t or whoever Mm -hmm. it is that week who are like well okay i'm gonna get what i want and then fuck what everyone else wants and and then it's it just doesn't like make sense yeah well and what's so what's interesting about that is like because you would think okay i'm like a i'm a vet and I'm going to get Jacob in so I can knock him out and get my skull or I can get someone in. But the, uh, the way the alliances are, it feels like more people have more to gain from kicking people out than helping other people get skulls. Yeah. You know? like when, mm, when, that's true. So it's kind of like easier to knock them out than like, hey, let's throw in a rookie and then Tori and, yeah. and she'll get her skull. It's, it's kind of interesting. Last season, I remember when they unveiled the like twist of the skulls. I was telling Scott, I was like, oh, this is interesting because then the person who wins might want to like politic and like campaign for someone really easy to beat to go in so that they can for sure throw themselves in. But it doesn't seem like people are trying to do that right Mm-mm. now. Yeah. Sure. That happened, yeah. That yeah, happened more last season. Like mm-hmm. they they would try they would they i feel like people this season are not like when they win they are not trying to go in they're trying to send other people home yeah and what i think what happened last season was more people were politicking for the house to vote them in than like using their position of power to go down i mean me being um paranoid like i my thought process behind that would be you don't want to throw yourself in and then lose like how much does that suck but like but also like i mean we talked about this fessy not going in against uh, was it joseph or whoever whoever he could have gone against whoever was down there anyone i was just like it it was just uh deranged honestly like it made no sense and so i don't yeah. i don't know what the well, thought process is but and he was like i don't know if it's a physical challenge it's like two poles in the middle of like an empty like oh yeah what the fuck would it be we're <laughs> gonna dig a hole with those poles actually and yeah. <laughs> that's still physical rachel <laughs> it is, it is. you're right you're right <laughs> of like when josh got really pissed and was starting to like yell at tori and fessy and he kept saying like i told you that the only thing i felt confident in maybe is physical 
And I was like, wow, that's how you think of yourself? And you just screamed that to everyone? Like, I'm not confident in anything. That's so true. But also, like, if you think about it, like, why does Josh feel like, like, of the two of them, Josh and Fessy, like, Fessy has much more reason to go in. He has, like, this flirtationship with Tori. Like, he has a relationship with her. Josh doesn't fucking know Tori. He doesn't, you know, like, he had no re- He doesn't know Devin. He has no reason to go in. He has no, like, he had no chance of it. And so the fact that he's taking it as, like, a personal affront that he, like, didn't get thrown in, I'm like, you, like, when was that gonna happen? Tori did tell him, well, in the last season, Tori, or not last season, the last episode, I think, Tori told Josh, like, the plan. Remember? Right. She was like, oh, Devin. no, it was it was that episode. She, like, took him aside and was like, Devin wants to throw yeah. you in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. right. But he didn't right. seem to want to go in. He was like, you know, like, to right. me, yeah. it wasn't like, I want to go. I wanna go. <laughs> yeah, he had that whole throwdown with Jay, which was like, I mean, that was the last. Yeah, that was so dumb. He's such a fucking idiot. Oh I my god. One of my favorite moments with Josh will always be when um, he just like was in that tribunal with Wes, and like he was like, "Why are you coming for me? Why are you coming for me?" And Wes was like, "I don't care about you. You're only here because we had to pick three people. Like, I'm not voting for you." And he was like, "What's your deal with me?" <laughs> He like would not get the picture. Yeah, I like, completely agree. That's what he of was my like. Stop thinking moments. about me. He was like, I literally have never thought about you once in my life. <laughs> he was like straight up, like I don't care about you at all. Yeah, and he was and like, what? One then later, I feel like Wes had the power again, and Josh was like, and they're like, here's who we put up on, you know, for, and Josh was like, oh boy, like tugging his collar, like they, I, I, they missed me on that one, thank God. And like, <laughs> he's, like, the he's like, he had this whole like. I I can't stand Josh and I'm glad other people also don't like we keep saying we need to get someone on here who does like Josh just so we can like like actually likes his personality just so we can see like what are you love to like take a vacation just to like sightsee and like his psyche like what the fuck is happening it's just like a monkey clapping two tambourines together, honestly. I, I, I like him. I think I'm glad he's on the show. I get people think he's annoying, but I just love, he just makes for good TV. Like he's always losing it. He's screaming. He freaks out. I, I just, I, I like him. I think he's fun. You know what? When he wins an elimination, that's when I'll be like, good for you. Yeah. But no, him and Nani are a great pair. Like in the same way that Nani and Kyle were a great pair. Whereas like Nani's just like, always reaching but never but quite Kyle there it's flying under the radar now that like Kara and um what's oh, his face aren't around mm-hmm. and um i i've loved his transformation ever since he got the hair plugs and, like, <laughs> isn't wearing the like brett michaels like camouflage my baldness bandana um he's become like just such a funny talking head where he like comes in like says something real quick and real funny and it's just amazing when yeah. he stops sleeping with people in the house like he hasn't slept with yeah. someone in the house in like i feel like a, a little while and that's been very beneficial yeah. mm-hmm. i loved when he won the elimination and then just like vomited like three, three <laughs> days worth of food and it was just like i just died i was like that is so amazing he's just like cartoonishly vomiting <laughs> so good um so 
the end of this episode, we were left with uh, three new teams, or four actually, if you include Ashley and Corey. So Ashley and Corey, Anissa back with Fessy, Leroy and Casey back together as well. And then Devin is riding solo, of course, which I'm sure he is enjoying immensely. Um, wh- what do you guys think uh, about these teams? Or do you think there's going to be any sort of change yeah, up in the next episode? I think we covered our thoughts on the on Anissa picking Fessy mm-hmm. again, which feels like a, a wasted opportunity and, and probably the anchor that's going to sink her to the bottom of the ocean. Um, you know, Leroy and Casey, like, I think, the thing about Leroy is like, he's not really super strong in anything. Like he's not super strong in politics. He's not super strong in like the, the actual like physical aspect. Like he's just kind of average on everything. And like, I think Casey is like physically pretty good, but like other than that, I'm not quite sure what she brings to the table. And so I think, I don't know. It was like clear that Casey didn't want to be with Devin, but like, I, I didn't feel like that was a win for either of them. Well, and they'd been a team already, and there was sort of some, like, I don't know if I can trust her. We're, we're both working with different alliances. So mm-hmm. I'll be curious. They both seemed happy about reuniting, so we'll see if if they can overcome or not. But I, I think it's a strong team in general. And then I can't wait to see Ashley and Corey. Oh, oh man, I cannot wait to see what the, what they're, they're working through stuff together they're definitely gonna get in a fight <laughs> because Corey is just not gonna be able to handle her like redneck voice as she calls it just like you know nagging him about like doing something a different way than he's doing it um i can't wait for that yeah they were yeah. on the same real world season too explosion yeah yeah oh. i've watched I, i've watched every like real world other than when I was like too young when I was like six um and the only other one I haven't watched is that Facebook one um and yeah the they're just not gonna they're they're not gonna like they're gonna be okay but then they're they're gonna keep butting heads because like Ashley's just too overbearing and like Corey is not smart enough to just shut his mouth (laughs) absolutely yeah and i think they were also partners on rivals two or rivals three i mean ashley and Corey. i think so maybe i don't i all of this shit just blends together for me i wish i could have the brain do you remember when they used to do those like they did them a few times where you had to take the old seasons and like put them in order oh my god i i like even having just watched it i'm like i would be destroyed (laughs) when they do it and they like name one I'm like that was a season <laughs> like <laughs> um yeah um what are some any like predictions you guys have for the season things you want to see things you're afraid to see oh man predictions um I don't know who's gonna like, win I I feel like is it a sink? Well, it depends if they change the rules um, during the final. But um, <laughs> I'm going to say I'm loving CT and Big T's chances right now. Um, I just feel like they're sort of in the middle, but they have a lot of good relationships mm-hmm. and they're working well together. And and I like them. I think there are some like stronger teams overall, but I- I'm rooting for them right now. I'm a big oh, fan of Cam's. I think like she's got like a, a lot of good strength. She has the mind for the politics and also like 
can build relationships and friendships and alliances. In the past, she's made like too bold of moves. She's done like that Icarus thing where she just like goes too far and everyone just like, no. Um, she tried to do that at the beginning of the season by like having, you know, like a campaign against CT for like the rest of his life. But since then, she's like kind of let, she's like stepped back and let everyone else be in the fray and just kind of like let herself go under the radar and be unnoticed. And I think that this might be the season where she puts it together. Here's here's the thing, though, and this is going to go directly against my last point. Um, so maybe cut, edit it, edit that out. We don't edit, baby. It's all freewheeling. <laughs> We're doing this live, actually. And will you make make my voice a little deeper, too, please? I'll do absolutely nothing. But I, I'm happy to add in the notes that you say something. <laughs> but like last, so what was really frustrating about the final last time is all these people who fought so hard to get there and like gassing out and quitting. And I feel mm -hmm. like the finals have become just marathons and like go climb a mountain. The people that I think out of this competition right now that can actually do it are like Lolo and Nam probably. Jay. Jay, that's mm -hmm. a good point. And then like, I don't know if Fessy could do that kind of thing. I think I don't, Cam can do it. I don't think, I don't know if Cam could do that. I, think I don't know, can do Cam Lear can maybe, but I don't think they could, if it's like climb a mountain, I don't think they're gonna compete. And that's the thing, like Kyle, made it to the final last time and just wasn't close to winning yeah i think they got i hope they change it up and it's a little different rather than like where everyone sort of has a chance then it just being like you know run a marathon yeah i mean i think um the fi the final's always a contentious point you know and in having watched now as you know i've said a billion freaking times like all these old seasons it, in, to some degree, they're all marathons, um, but in different types of weather with different, um, I don't know. What, my favorite type of final has always been when they take the elimination styles and recreate those in the final and checkpoints. And something like that, where I think it's a little bit more like hearkening back to the theme of the season and, you know, giving you an opportunity to maybe try again at something you lost or didn't do so well at um, is interesting. But yeah, I mean, Lolo and Nam are interesting because we we all have such high hopes for them. They are so physically fit, but we have not seen them successfully work together. And the communication is just so severely lacking that you have to wonder if they'll ever be able to get their shit together as a team. Yeah. And right. Lolo's like, uh, I'm also surprised no one's yanked one of them. And like, because like, they're yeah. great. Like if, if I'm there getting to pick, they'd probably be like top on my list-ish. Maybe because they don't have any good alliances, but in yeah. terms of, like what they're going to bring to your team is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Mary fuck kill. Did you come right. up with one? Yeah. Steve came up with a good one. So nice. Okay. Can't wait. You know, I, I've been listening to the episodes, so I kind of feel like <laughs> I have a sense of like what you think about these three people, and so I, I've deemed it as like the insufferable people. <laughs> That's with, a good uh, one. Josh. Bessie and Nicole. Oh, not Nicole! Oh. <laughs> oh, I I know, I know what I'm doing. Okay, what I, are like, you doing? I just could not have sex with someone and hear Nicole's voice. Like that would just be <laughs> too much for me. So I will have to kill her, and then I guess I'd have to fuck Josh and marry Fessy because I'd rather be walking around with Fessy every day than Josh. Okay. Josh's toe head. 
I gotta say, I could not look at Josh's toe head while we're having sex. So I'm going to have sex with Nicole because, like, theoretically, like, if I didn't know anything about her, she's like fine looking. Like well, she's okay. Like, you know. What if she, what if she comes in her yeah? What if she comes in her drug rug? Will you have sex with her then? Oh. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Let's not. What would you that. guys do? Scott, I'm the most interested in your answer, to be honest. <laughs> um, I think I would kill Fessy, uh, fuck Nicole, and marry Josh. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I love that. Like Josh, yeah. One, you could, I could get a divorce. And two, I just <laughs> like as a team, True. we could get some stuff done together, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he's definitely very, very loyal. I think mm-hmm. and and forgiving and yeah he'd probably be annoying a lot but also I think you know we'd have some fun together so we've never thought about the fact that you can get a divorce <laughs> yeah I kind of seasons. always think it's permanent it's like binding. I'm like in like the 1700s like <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah we would divorce. yeah you're a witch if you get a divorce <laughs> um Seema what about you um I mean I honestly like it's so hard like I don't know which one I would yeah, have to like marry. That would be terrible. Um, oh, I think I think I would also fuck Nicole just because like I've never had a lesbian experience, and if I'm gonna do that, I would want to with a hardcore lesbian, <laughs> like the most like, lesbian oh. person. Yeah, so <laughs> someone who knows what they're doing, right. yeah, exactly. possibly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's yet to be proven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I would kill Fessy because there's something about the like I was in the I should be in the NFL thing. Yeah, <laughs> way more annoying than like Josh just being stupid and, and thinking like I'm after him or like being mean to him. So I'd marry Josh and just like every time he's like, "Why are you ignoring me? Why aren't you going?" <laughs> like, dude, no one cares. Like, go away. Like, do you want to hang out? Like, come sit down. <laughs> I feel you like you have a good Pavlonian. yeah you have a good temperament for Josh <laughs> like I I see it I don't have a good temperament for Josh <laughs> you could definitely I, train I, him I would, I would mostly laugh at him and he'd probably get more mad <laughs> I love it I love it well guys thanks so much for coming on yes thank you we're so excited to see where this goes yeah and and thank you so much for bringing your dog with you um I'm a little annoyed that like they had nothing to say like they didn't really answer the fuck Mary kill but I appreciated them I don't know he hasn't he's been sleeping during the challenge so I don't know if he's been like real opinions yet about anyone not even a real fan shame on you Simon (laughs) shame on you (laughs) all right guys bye bye thanks for having us bye